Empower Radio presents Art as Worship with Vanessa Lowry. Welcome to Art as Worship. Each week we feature stories of artists and explore their process of creation. I'm your host, Vanessa Lowry, and I'm thankful that you're joining me. On this show, I talk with artists of various faiths, working in a wide range of mediums, on the common theme of how they use inspiration and creativity as an expression of their spirituality. Learn how their art is an expression of their own connection to however they name God, Jehovah, Allah, Source, the universe, the great mystery, or something else. My hope is that these stories will inspire your creative efforts and your own spiritual expression. My guest today is Lisa Black. Uh, we're talking about the, the art of fresh organic foods, and Lisa's the founder of Fields of Gold Farm and Greenhouse. Lisa has entrepreneur blood flowing through her veins. After graduating from college with degrees in nuclear medicine and business and marketing from Bowman Gray School of Medicine at Wake Forest, North Carolina, and USC Columbia, South Carolina, Lisa took off to explore the fields of conventional health and wellness along with starting her own business in marketing, advertising, graphic design, and public relations. Her dual passions of health and marketing have led her on a wonderful journey. So now, after almost 20 years in the marketing world, Lisa returned to a family farm in Hendersonville, North Carolina, to cultivate a new project, Fields of Gold Farm and Warehouse, Farm and Greenhouse. All of life ro- life's roads have culminated to birth this, later pro- this latest project, which makes great health through incredible food a major priority. This passion-filled God project is currently Lisa's focus and will be for some time. She has found heaven on earth, unfolding the symphony that nature offers in bringing nutritious superfood from farm to our tables. Welcome, Lisa. Oh, thank you, Vanessa. It's a joy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, and you and I have known each other for a long time. And and when I first met you, um, you were more into the marketing and graphic design, but you always had a vision for Fields of Gold. And it has kind of morphed a little bit over the years. Can you just describe a little bit about what Fields of Gold is and how it's come together? Oh, yes, and and that's so true about our history. Yes, um, when I first started talking about uh, this quote-unquote food project, it was to be like a farm-to-table destination place in the Atlanta area. Never thought that God would put the big hand down and take me out of Atlanta and bring me back to the family farm to focus on just growing the food. That's the evolution that you're talking about. And so fast forward to today, Fields of Gold Farm and Greenhouse is a certified organic and biodynamic uh, growing opportunity. And what that means boiled down is that um, the most flavorful, nutrient-dense, high-vitality, high-frequency food that you could ever imagine growing and, uh, and eating would be a part of this project. So what would it be like if, this, the, if we went back to what the Garden of Eden was like? What would that food be like if we tasted that? That's my goal, is to, to bring back everything Mother Nature has uh, inherently blessed the food with that we're so missing in society today. So it, it, it is an open field uh, farm growing opportunity. It is also uh, growing under greenhouse environment. And we have uh, access to a glass greenhouse, and we'd love to have many more because then we can have year-round growing. This is a regional growing opportunity here in western North Carolina. So we would love to, um, you know, have that sustainable footprint where it's grown and distributed with a hun- within a 100-mile radius 
and um, and have uh, people from from this area really enjoy the food. Well, and it's I think growing things is such a hands on experience of seeing God at work. I just um, came back recently from helping my mom plant her garden up in West Virginia. And in less than a week, it's already sprouting. You know, you already, she's already calling me with updates of the corn's coming up, the beans are coming up. So it's amazing how quickly, you know, that that starts to happen, which is such a natural process. But with, you know, with our interaction of it, how it comes, how it comes about. Oh, you are 100% right. I don't know anybody that loves to get their uh, green thumbs going who who don't enjoy watching that evolution from a tiny seed to the plant to it coming into fruit and being able to harvest that and having a tomato in their salad. And I grew that tomato kind of feeling. It affects all of us. And, in fact, I think gardening is the number one hobby in the whole country. Um, so that speaks volumes right there. And uh, when I go out on the farm and I look at uh, crops growing and our orchards coming into blossom, I just see all the vibrancy of life uh, from the soil and all the little microorganisms and everything that's going on that we can't even see. It's so microscopic. And all how important all those tiny little facets are in creating the entire whole uh, final uh, piece, which is harvesting the apple from the tree or the tomato from the plant. It's it's all in this unified concert or symphony, as I call it. And that's, that's what I've grown to really pay attention to, uh, because it's not just looking at the, the tree or the plant and seeing if it's growing up, you know, in a strong way or a healthy way, but nurturing the soil, nurturing the environment that's around the plant. Um, so many pieces of the puzzle that a lot of people are missing. So that's, that's kind of what has, um, you know, really made, made me feel this, this project is so special. Well, and we, in your bio, we talked about that you're an entrepreneur at heart and you've been an entrepreneur for so many years. And when you had your graphic design and marketing business, you were what people might think of a more traditional type of artist with the, with the graphic arts. Um, and now you've kind of taken some of that into this project of farm and gardening and, and organic foods. How does that, re- how does that translate that mindset of being an artist? How does that translate into this project and other projects that you work on? Oh, yes. Um, it, it is uh, an artist's palette to be able to have the creative juices flowing, to come into thinking about, um, you know, being a participant in rolling out a project of this depth and breadth. Uh, that That is definitely inspiration, and in my book, it's definitely coming from God and Christ. I'm very Christian-oriented, and on a daily basis, I think we've all uh, felt inspiration and, you know, the light bulb comes on, there's an idea. Well, I definitely felt that with Fields of Gold Farm and Greenhouse, especially when I came back to uh, be on the family farm back in 2004 and then received this inspiration of possibilities. And I kept hearing in the back of my head, I, I tell this story um, infrequently, but it's, it's definitely the truth of how this all got launched. I kept hearing the voice that says, feed my people, feed my people, feed my people. People. And that really, you know, guided me down the path, and I have been really very well supported along the way to bring this project 
to fruition. And I, I keep saying myself, but it's certainly not just me. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of guidance and a lot of um, support coming from different angles to help uh, bring this to fruition. Well, and I've always admired how passionate you are about this project. And I've also admired how when things kind of would hit a roadblock or would um, come to a detour, that 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 has never derailed you, that that's always, uh, that you've always been so accepting of that. Can you talk a little bit about how detours can work um, on our behalf or how how you are able to have such an open uh, approach to the way detours happen with the projects that you're working on? Oh, that's a great topic, Vanessa. Thank you for bringing that up. And I think you feel the same way about this that I do. Uh, Those are just lessons in life. And if we can look at those bumps in the road with different eyes and listen to the stories surrounding them with different ears, all of a sudden we'll get the inspiration as to why that had to fall into place to either strengthen you or get you back on the right path when you were going down the wrong path. Everything, I believe, is done in such a loving, nurturing way. Uh, not to, you know, scold a bad child because they made a wrong choice, but to nurture the child so that they, they, they can be a better person. They can, they can get on the right direction. Um, like I said, uh, follow the yellow brick road is, is what I always say. Um, and when you're off path, what do you need to do? What do you need to recognize and realize in your life to be able to get on the right path? So, yes, I think everything is a blessing. So I don't look at anything as a huge negative. Um, And we've had more than our fair share over these uh, several years working on this project. And also a big lesson that I learned is patience. Um, Everything is in God's time in my book. And I'm I'm a fire person and have that entrepreneurial spirit and want to get the juices flowing and get the project moving and all that kind of stuff. I've learned uh, a lot about patience and waiting for the right timing. And then everything would be so much more powerful and empowered as you go through the process of creating a project or bringing something forward. That was key. And I'm still learning that. (laughs) But... But but along the way, I've really um, found some gems and jewels in a treasure chest that I've collected, and uh, that is a very, very special one that I uh, keep getting reminded about. So, yes, they're, they're all, it's all good, as my friend says. <laughs> and you, you, over the years, and I know even now you have lots of ideas for Fields of Gold and where it can go and the different... Um, fingers that it can have and the people that it can reach. How do you decide which ideas you're going to pursue and which ideas are not quite ready to go forward with and which ones maybe shouldn't be pursued at all? How do you decide that? Well, I don't know that I decide it. I receive inspiration. I either go into prayer or meditation. I um, maybe get an idea and I quote-unquote sit on it for a few days to see how it feels, you know, if it's if it's the right thing to do. There are certainly times, I'm sure, in your life as well as my life that you feel like you're in the zone, quote, unquote, in the zone. 
And when you're in the zone and you know that the the time is right to cultivate uh, this project or that interest, that you just go for it. You feel like you've got a tailwind and you just get a green light, as I call it, and you just go for it. And things just fall into place magically. So that's those are kind of my barometers. Uh, you know, people make suggestions. Um, I remember one person made a suggestion. Lisa, you just need to open up the farm and make a whole bunch of different campsites. And people need to bring their tents and their animals, and they're just going to have camping on the farm. And then if they need to help out with hauling the fields or whatever, then they'll be there. Well, I sat with that for about 30 seconds and knew that that was not the right direction that we needed to go in. (laughs) But then somebody said, you know what, Lisa, greenhouse growing is really important, and I completely agree. And um, there's a wonderful opportunity to grow and harvest during the wintertime so that you have a full cycle of farming. You harvest and plant and harvest during the regular season on the farm with open field, and then you go over into the greenhouse. And that's a perfect combination. And it's a smart business plan as well. I sat with that for about 15 seconds, and I knew that was the right thing to do. So that became part of our business model. So, yes, through a lot of prayer work, through a lot of um, discussions with uh, friends and people who are intimate with the project, and just um, praying for the right guidance uh, that uh, we move forward with the different ideas that make sense. So do you have, you were talking about being in the zone, do you have any kind of a process that you use that you can get intentionally into the zone? Well, definitely get quiet. And I know we all have busy, busy lives and busy schedules, but it is imperative to just let all that go. And I do a little prayer and get into that space of quiet where my heart and focus on my heart and love is very much important. And it overrides my brain and my monkey mind chatter. And I can receive much clarity there. And I've gotten to the point now where it seems like decisions just come immediately. Whereas if I try to let my brain process things like that, sometimes it gets distorted or there might be um, several different answers where there should probably only be one correct answer or the the strongest answer, let me just say that. So that is, is, is... probably the way I work. And also, too, how many times do we go to sleep with so much um, thought process on our brain and you wake up and you know the right answer? It just kind of happens when you wake up in the morning. That has been really uh, a great way for me as well is to kind of say a little prayer about it at night and go to sleep and rest, sleep on it, as they say, and you wake up refreshed and renewed, and it just seems like the burden of going through all the mental processes is gone, evaporated, and the right answer seems to be shining out there in front of you. That has really helped me, too. So... It sounds like you've become very practiced at listening to that um, that gut instinct and that inspiration voice that that God puts into you. So, I'm curious how um, how you got to the point that you were so good at at identifying that and listening to that. Um, what was the process of that for you, like from you know even just a few years ago or ten years ago to where it is now? I did. I went through a long period of time of 
looking for uh, core strengths. If I could just create a term, I think, and create an umbrella over what this would be called, its core strengths. I believe in the strength of a core conviction. So I, I have a very strong GPS, and my GPS is very focused in what I believe I've received guidance and inspiration to accomplish. I call it my mission here on Earth. And your mission will change over time. Mine certainly did. I went from nuclear medicine, which was a very strong mission, into uh, marketing and, and business and, and design. And then all of a sudden here I feel like I'm being used to help create um, an answer for a very uh, hard situation that we have confronting us as a population. Uh, the lack of good nutritional food. So through that process of all those years, cleaning up the core so that your GPS is clear and strong through different workshops and seminars and meditation and prayer, lots of different things. It's, it's a giant puzzle. And you, you, you can't just say one puzzle piece is going to make this happen. So it, it took time and it's a process and then you come to a point where you just know that you've reached a new plateau and gosh, there are many more plateaus beyond that. I mean, that's just life. But you, you get clarity and you just know what I'm doing now is what my calling is and it's so important to give 150% toward it. And I know I will be rewarded, many people will be rewarded as a result of doing this. It is a win-win-win. And to me, that's part of God's plan. So, yes, um, I believe that that sums it up, the, the core strengths, finding your core strengths so that you don't feel that you're fuzzy around the edges or you're walking through fog. So many people are bumping into walls. That is an internal process that we can participate in to clear up so that we choose to see the world with clear eyes and hear the world with clear ears. That is a personal choice. So how has this identifying your core strengths and having this mindset of an artist affected your spiritual evolution or how has your spiritual evolution affected, you know, the identification of your core strengths and, 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 following that uh, creative inspiration that you have? Well, it's, it's very important for me to do the best I can to um, operate on mission and in God's plan. So whatever that is, because I think that at, at that point, that is when you're the most empowered. And you can live, I believe, a maximum potential life and that seems to be my little tagline, <laughs> how to live a maximum potential life in this lifetime. So there's a lot of, of spirituality and a lot of uh, connection with uh, grace um, and, um, and everything that God has blessings for you to receive if you walk that path. So it's, it's all there kind of all together in a big soup. <laughs> And it keeps getting stirred and stirred on a daily basis. And I feel in my life 
I get more and more empowered. It doesn't matter what's going on in the environment around me, but as long as I can stay crystal clear and feel strong and empowered, I know everything radiates from within me. So that's my main focus is, is, is how do I keep my radiance where it needs to be and my frequency high so that all these beautiful things can help come in just when they're needed to, to finish out the giant puzzle of life. Well, and I know that in, that Fields of Gold is not only just food, that that's, of course, the core of Fields of Gold, but that you have other things that Fields of Gold touches that have to do with health and the, the energetics of of flowers and all types of different things. Can you talk a little bit about that, about some of the other things that you all are doing in addition to physical food that people would eat? Yes. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. There is... Um there are many things that we do here. Farming is just not tilling the soil and planting seeds and watering and putting nutrition down. Within the Fields of Gold Project, we have uh, different items that lend themselves to create high frequency on the farm. I have field broadcasters and coherent field resonators, and I'm an advanced radionics practitioner and biofeedback practitioner. So frequency is very important to me, and frequency on the smallest form can change the world because everything in its most minute level is frequency. There are products that we love using on the farm, and they're called quintessences. Uh, There's a lady here in Hendersonville, Betty Murray, and she has a company called Ethereal Essences. And these quintessences are multifaceted, high-frequency, pure infusions that she formulates. And what it does is it creates an immediate dynamic in the energy field of whatever it's being used for, whether it's yourself or the farm or a tomato plant that you have or a goat or livestock, it doesn't matter. It creates this dynamic in the energy field and entrains it to bring about a balance or a higher level based on what that quintessence is is created for. Let's say it's created to create ideal frequency. Let's say you have um, a sick goat and you need to help to see if you can get the goat better in a shorter period of time and you don't want to use all the medications and prescription type drugs. You can actually take this quintessence and use that with the goat in a certain way and the goat will feel the effects and over a short period of time regain its health. Um, I have a poison ivy story. Uh, being here on the farm and, and always being outside every day, during the summertime it never fails. For the last umpteen years I've gotten poison ivy and in, ca- and in some cases multiple poison ivy situations over the course of the summer. And so I go into 2012 uh, farming season, and I say, yes, here we're going to get poison ivy again. Well, I called Betty, and I said, is there anything you can do to help me with that? Well, she came up with a poison ivy blend that I actually wear on me, and I can go out, mow the fields, have poison ivy blowing everywhere around me, short sleeves, no gloves, no hat, no protection, and I do not get poison ivy 
and I have proven this over and over. I've been um, using the poison ivy formula and blend for the past two months, and this is unheard of, unprecedented. Well, I know a lot of people have not. had poison ivy, so they can relate to how miserable that is when you get poison ivy. So It is. Your life is completely stifled. You cannot do anything. So I talked to Betty. I was so blown away. I said, please, is there anything you can do about creating a farm and garden line? Because there are many things within the farm and garden uh, arena that would benefit tremendously from quintessences. And she agreed to do it. So she has her practitioner line. She's coming out with a uh, livestock and pet line and a farm and garden line. And we call it a first aid kit. So she'll have a first aid kit for human or pet. If you're on the go backpacking or camping and, and you want to take this with you, it would be fabulous. So this this is where we're headed. Frequency-based medicine, frequency-based remedies are very highly effective. And we've all kind of bumped into these types of, or this category uh, over the years. Um, Like I said, everything is frequency. But I've never seen a combination that is so pristine and, and works within a minute or less. You can feel the effects. When I got poison ivy and I called Betty in a 911 uh, phone call say, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm getting poison ivy. I'd already received, um, you know, the the itching part of it and the swelling and the redness and the very low-grade bumps had already started within 24 hours. She created the blend within the next 12 hours, called me, I ran over to her house, grabbed it, used it, it stopped it and reversed it in its tracks. Think about what we could do with all the pest problems in farming, the um, the disease problems with farming, uh, with our pets, uh, on and on and on. This was such a black and white example to me about the possibilities of what these quintessences are. And also, I believe that these are very much a God project as well. Well, and I think it's an amazing story. And I, um, how, how can our listeners get in touch with you both about Fields of Gold and the, the things that you all provide through Fields of Gold as far as food as well as to find out more about the quintessences? Yes. Uh, please call me, uh, Lisa Black. Our farm direct line is 828-692-7096. And our website Right now, we have an introductory website. It is uh, fieldsofgoldfarm.com, F-I-E-L-D-S-O-F-G-O-L-D-F-A-R-M.com. And you can email me, lisa, L-I-S-A, dot black, B-L-A-C-K, at fieldsofgoldfarm.com. And I would be happy to chat with you about anything that we're doing or anything that you're interested in. Well, thank you, Lisa. It's hard to believe that we're already out of time. Is there any last thing that you would like to say to our listeners before we go? Yes, one quick little note. And I was on your Facebook page this morning, and you had posted this beautiful picture. And the quote on it says, For one minute, please, stand here in silence and look at the sky and contemplate how awesome life is. That's true. Do you remember that? I do. I do. And I... (laughs) I actually did that yesterday and 
laid on my back and looked up through the leaves of the trees, and I thought this is this is something I should do every day. It was amazing. So, thank you. Oh yeah, thank you, and thank you for your inspiration and in this and this all the wonderful things that you're doing, Vanessa. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Lisa. And tell listeners one more time what the website is. Yes, www.fieldsofgoldfarm.com. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you to our listeners. I welcome your suggestions or comments on this or any of our shows. You can find links to all of our shows on Empower Radio and on our website, artasworship.net. Please come share your stories of art as worship on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash art as worship, or suggest an artist that we should interview. Listen in next week as we talk with another artist about their creative process and how it connects with their spiritual journey. May you have an inspired and creative week. Namaste. Thank you.